0: Greetings and welcome to Astronomy at Hack. The purpose of this video recording is just to give you a quick explanation of how to go about creating the graphs for the Solar Observations Project. Now if you're quite comfortable with the graphing, don't. there's no need you have to go through this video. It doesn't give you any new information. It just basically walks you through the steps to produce the graphs. So again, if you're comfortable with it, you feel free to skip it. If you're not sure exactly of what to do, then it wouldn't hurt to watch this video and give you a little bit of a better idea of how to go about graphing. Now on the left-hand side we have the graph paper and this is as it is set up in for that I've given this paper that I've given to you and it's already labeled on the x-axis here is already labeled and shows the time in weeks. So you already have that set. You should label the y-axis and this is going to be the declination. Let's see if we can put that in there. And I'm just going to abbreviate that as DEC and you always have to give a unit so that's a declination in degrees. So you always have to put a unit on it so the time is in weeks from the beginning of the semester, the declination here is in degrees. Now then all we need to do is take our data from the previous screen from the data sheet that we have And over here, we should have, if you look for day one, then we have observation was 824. So that would be actually 0.0 would be 824. Again, this is for my data. Number one would be 831. Number two would be 97. And so on, all the way down to observation 15 will actually be 127. Now you'll notice that you don't get all of the points on there for my data. That's quite fine. You don't, need to worry about the, you don't need to worry about those last few. You'll get most of it on by doing it this way. And then we're looking at the declination here. So the declination is the column over here. The little Greek letter delta almost looks like an 8 that didn't get finished. And you take that and you just you're going to plot that point for the week one. So we saw that the declination for the first one was 10.95 or just about 11 degrees. And we have to count our way up here. And I guess the first thing we should do is make sure we give this some units and measurements on it. We said it's declination in degrees, but we didn't say where anything starts. And the best way to do this, you can fit this this way, you can always fit it on, is to start with minus 25 at the bottom and go all the way up to plus 25 at the top and what you'll find is that the declination can never go above +25 and can never go below -25. So you can use that and that way each line on this on the axis is 1 degree. So this is -25, the next major division is -20. In fact, let's change this here. I'm going to Let's erase those for a second. Let's do this so we can see it a little bit better. And we will, oops, there we go. So again, we start with minus 25, minus 20, minus 15, minus 10, minus 5. There's the zero point of the declination. And then as we go up, plus 5, plus 10, plus 15, plus 20, and plus 25. So all of your declination points will then be able to fit on it. Now on yours, hopefully you'll have a little bit more room and you won't have to write one thing over another there, but that's the only way I can get it to fit on this screen here right now, so I can let you see everything all at once. Now, so we take our first point. Our first point was a declination of 11.95, or let's round that off, and just or 10.95, let's just round it off and say 11 degrees. And if we plot that here, we go up to plus 11 degrees that first observation is right about there, and you would just plot a little point for that. Next one is 8.4 degrees and you go over to week one and there is 5, 6, 7, 8.4, somewhere right about in there would be 8.4 degrees. And our next one is 5.8, and we just continue the process on down. As we go through each of these, 3.16 is about 3.2. So 1, 0, 1, 2, 3.2, right about in there. And then 0.52 is just a little bit over the zero mark there and then it's going to go negative. So as we hit the autumnal equinox, the Sun drops below the celestial equator and all the rest of our numbers will be negative for the rest of the semester. So a negative 2.2 a negative 5.0 is just about a negative 5 and negative 7.75 right in there a negative 10.31 As you can see, the sun is dropping lower and lower in the sky at noon. Negative 12.82. Negative 15.07. Negative 17.18. Negative 19.06 negative 20.63, and you can almost start to notice it's starting to slow down a little bit in its descent, and negative 21.86, and finally negative 23.12, reaching almost its lowest point. So you can see, and if you sort of try to draw a smooth line through these dots, which is the best way to do things, that you get Pretty much a straight straight line and then it curves off, starts to curve off a little bit towards the bottom here. So that's what you'd get if you plotted my points. Now the best thing to do, although I didn't require it this semester, is to actually plot my data points on the graph, everything I've given you for this semester, and then plot your points on in a different color, for example. So plot your data points on here and, for example, you might have gotten points here and here and here and here. And you might have had some that were pretty good and some that were a little bit off. And that's sort of a good way to compare because mine tell you exactly what should be and yours are what your observations you actually got. That's not required. Certainly a good recommendation. I wouldn't hurt you to do it. But I won't uh, You're not going to be penalized if you have not done that. I am looking for specific things in the graph. I like you to use the scales that I've given you. If you have used something else, that's fine. As long as it fits reasonably. You do need to label everything. So for example, the time needs to be labeled. It has to tell you what units it is. Your declination has to tell you what units it is, it is in so that you can be able to do that. Now you're going to do two of these. This is the altitude measurements. This is the declination graph. And you're going to do another graph, which is the change in declination, which is this last column here that you're going to do. So you're actually going to do this column as well, and you're going to do these on the same type of graph, same, another piece of graph paper. I should have given you two in the original, or you print out a second one. And then you're going to graph this. Again, time in weeks is going to stay the same. So if we clear all this real quick, clear this one, your time is actually going to stay the same. But now we're going to plot the change in declination graph. So this is actually the change in declination. So the change in declination in degrees per day. So you make sure you're changing by the day there average. Your time is still going to be the same. This is going to be 8.24. And you're going to go all the way through 12.7. Then what you do is, again, plot plot the same type of points the only thing I'm gonna I'm not gonna plot them all this time I'm just gonna show you setting up your scale and you should go as far low as negative 0.5 and as far up as plus 0.5 you won't need to go outside of that in fact you see your numbers here your changes should all be negative in this semester for anything you observed, you should get negative numbers now what you may find on some of your plots is that my graph may do something and you may find that one of your points just because of measurement errors was way up off the top of the screen i don't want you to resize your whole thing just to do that you don't need to resize your whole graph to fit in a point that's way out of place you could just make a mark make a little circle and say you know what there's one point that's way up there that's off Or there's one point that's way down here that's way off the graph. Let me know that it was there, but you need not rescale the entire graph. This is a very good scale if you're using my graph paper and should fit everything on quite well. And it just happens that in some cases a big measurement error or problem will actually do that to you. Now I'm not going to go through and graph all the points here you would do the same sort of thing that we did on the previous graph and you will get some sort of curve to it and again it would be a good idea to plot mine and then plot yours on top of it in a different color or use a different symbol just so that they could be easily compared again that's not a requirement this term I didn't require you to do that but it certainly wouldn't be a bad thing to do. So, I hope this helps you a little bit with the graphing portion of the assignment. Again, I'm doing it all based on my graph paper. And the one thing I didn't say, didn't let you know, and should have probably, is that if you look at here, when you look at the weeks, these are actually divided into units of sevens. So, these are very easy for you to count. Mine are all a week apart, so mine will stay 824 through 127. But if you're looking for the 25th, that's the next line, the 26th, the 27th. Each of these lines on the x-axis represents one day when you set it up like this. So it makes it convenient for you not to have to estimate when you're looking at other days other than the one specific ones that I gave. So as I said, I hope this helps you out with your graphing for this project, which is due next week. And if there are any questions, of course, feel free to contact me through the class or through email, and I'll be more than happy to try to help you additionally as I can. So until next time, have a great day, everyone, and I will see you in class.